0: Gareth, what's the plan yeah. for New Year's? Because the fireworks are quite frightening, I'd imagine. So
1: yeah, well, I'm I'm going to the local pub to get drunk. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I mean, yeah, that
2: is 2022 plans.
1: Yeah, basically, um, what's my plan for New Year? I, to be honest, I didn't even realise New Year was happening. Yeah, it's just we're just staying inside. To be honest, yeah, that's all I'm sort of doing. I'm not doing anything. You're not even having a drink. As usual. I might have a drink at home, but. I'm sounding depressing. To be honest, I haven't even thought about it. (laughs) I'm not depressing. I'm I'm like happy. I'm happy at the moment. But I hadn't, I haven't sort of thought of Christmas and New Year. It's just as if time's just become one endless wander around different rooms in my house, even though I've only got five rooms in so my house. So you're saying yeah. you,
2: you start to haunt your own house? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it sort of
1: feels that way, no? I mean, there's not much else to do, is there? I mean, there was never much to do in Didcot before, but now there's nothing. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. going to think of something exciting to do over New Year, but...
2: How about you, Nalin? You got any plans? New Year's Eve. It's the classic, how many Zoom chats can to jump in and out of? Yeah. <laughs> uh, whilst having many beers DJ sets all that kind of business um, and then hopefully nurse the hangover with a couple of episodes of this nice. and then by the time this comes out it's 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 good times man I, do,
1: I, I don't what's know this? I guess this is uh, gone what's this well I'd hope Us, you'd know friend, you've been involved in this now for about nine months Oh, I thought it was going to be an exciting television series, but no, it's this show. <laughs> okay, I thought you were talking about this. Yeah, this sounds like some sort of weird detective show or something. You know, or horror, like if or it.
0: Good bit of there. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Love it. But basically, it's this show. So basically, you're going to listen to yourself with a hangover.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Why going to not? masturbate while doing it. And, it depends. It depends on how funny I am. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's. No, then. Oh, I really ticket yeah.
2: myself there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm following you, darling.
0: Like I'm, yeah, jumping in Zoom calls, drinking whiskey, and hoping 2021 is better. And and to the listeners, we hope 2021 is a lot better than 2020. Um, fingers crossed the pubs will be open. So, Happy New Year to the listeners. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. It's, it's very kind of you. Cheers. And um, cheers. Here's to a, here's to a happy 2021.
2: 20, um, yes. Yeah gareth gareth staying silent because he's still mourning about
1: (laughs) about his wasted year gareth's still wondering what it is he's on he's (laughs) (laughs) i'm still mourning the 90s i'm still fucking mourning last century (laughs) it was that i didn't realize we were recording that are we doing that whole thing
0: a lovely experience here we all are again then another week nearer to february
2: <laughs> yay my birthday only six of you invited um chris and gareth i'm sorry you're not you, i need to make room for some bigger guests uh,
0: oh i knew this day would come see how it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how's it you, folks how's hibernation you found a nice anyway. tree or what's a hibernation i've
1: had a nice what sorry have you had a nice hibernation? Yeah, I've I've had I've, I've had a lovely have time. Have you? Have you cuddled, have, cuddled up with the other walking I've been working, man. i mm. <laughs> no, I've been working out in the rain. Out in the rain, you work indoors. Yeah, I know, but it's <laughs> no, a cycle. No,
3: it's a gallery.
0: <laughs> yeah, but not from not from. So
3: raining. He's like, I'm going outside just so I can get some extra misery today, <laughs> just to really feel it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to feel alive and depressed because the commute wasn't depressing uh, enough
0: do you know what I mean I'm just not nearly melancholic yeah, yeah, enough yeah
2: exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to get the central line over there and I want to hang myself get in a district line has changed my <laughs> outlook completely
0: later on I'm going to open a bottle of wine and a documentary on the holocaust solemn solemn yeah. evening I'm married you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chadons, how are you? You phoned me up today. You said you was driving around.
0: Yeah, I was driving about. I had to go to Heathrow today. Oh, what a Heathrow, oh. um, I, I did see something quite fun. Oh, now nah, something quite fun, though. You know those Selco wagons, the ones that have all the shit at the back of a little crane, and they're like picking up the road, putting it in the back of their yeah. thing. Or something had clearly gone Pete Tong, because the guy was out with a shuffle, and it's like the back end had burst, and all the bricks and all the rubble were just on the road. And there was a guy swearing his mouth off, just <laughs> trying to shovel it back in. The sort of road equivalent of trying to get a saucepan when your fucking ship's going down. And like he was staying the water out because he was doing nothing. But he couldn't just <laughs> sit in the cab. He had to look like he was like, oh fuck it hell, it's always happens. fucking trailer's bursting. again. <laughs>
2: Um, so, yes. So that, Ooh, that, were there many a traffic womble um, coming over, reclaiming a yeah, bit of rubber. major. Do
0: you know what the wombles The wombles were not there, and that was causing me a great grievance they <laughs> <So> were blocking <laughs> up the road. Um, but in, in fairness, to, in, <laughs> in fairness to the traffic wombles we were not on the highways or byways or indeed motorways of the country. It was just a little A road outside Hadmworth. Fair enough. To I like night. your
1: um, to spade night. impression, by the way, Chris. That was very good, yeah, the scraping that, that noise you made. Thanks. Chris, years,
0: of, years of practice. I'm glad
2: you
0: like Yeah, better than your yeah, French no, one. No way to no um, That's true. you a <laughs> yeah. better, better
2: shovel than a French accent. <laughs> good to know that. All right, let's kick it off. Chris, would you like to introduce today's guest? Uh, this week's guest
0: is a wonderful, wonderful titan of the comedy scene. He's an absolute gem of a human being and is the wonderful Sam Rhodes. Woof, woof. Hello, welcome. Pleasure welcome to be here, lads. I'm Ryds. looking forward to
3: chatting about booze. Uh, <laughs> Good, you got oh, one in oh, hand. The
0: best. <laughs> I've got one in hand right now,
3: and the thing is, I, you know, I was thinking the other day, what would my specialist subject be? Because I was watching Mastermind, and I was like, would it be South Park? Would it be drums? And I think after, especially after lockdown, it's just booze. You know what I mean? It's just drinking. That's my. It's my new favorite hobby. It's my new, my new job. My new pastime. It's. It's all things to all men. It's wonderful.
2: Well, the listener might be thinking, "Oh, Sam's Sam's got into like craft beer or whatever." No, he's just started drinking a pint, pint sized can of Stella. Oh yeah,
3: and the fingers as well. Fingers as well, because I'm poor at the moment. I have to go to the, I have to go to the office, and I have to pretend that I'm buying it for the taste. Do you know what I mean? And I'm, picking, I'm going. Uh, what's the highest percentage for the cheapest amount? I, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still can't bring myself for the old sort of 8 ace or special brew. I'm not quite there yet.
2: But, oh, I, mate, you would get I, on the. I, the I find cans myself of going, looked yeah, up on the
3: Kestrel. <laughs> or those weird ones. You know, the weird ones oh. with like foreign animals on that are called like Kajan Black. <laughs> and they've got 910 yeah. percent you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's the, that's the good stuff. You yeah, know. that's
2: the shit that won't get sold at a supermarket. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Go down the old Polish shop with the man with one eye and buy his beers. That's uh, the one's eye. <laughs> the ones that are at
2: the back. That's
0: to do it. <laughs> I love ourselves said that we is working out which has the highest percentage of alcohol per price. Now, back in the good old days when one could just pop to this off license and spend the day drinking on the street, um, us and previously mentioned guest Eddie Stobart, real name not revealed sat down and worked out what was, certainly in that local off-licence, the best alcohol purpose. Oh, that is good. And would any of you free love <laughs> to take a guess?
2: Is it white lightning? Oh, that was gonna be my guess too. It is
0: not white lightning. Really? There's one better than white lightning. Crucially, this is a lager. I should have I should have explained. We're not talking about chemical disguised as cider. We're talking about an actual <coughs> branded <laughs> branded beer. Because <coughs> <coughs> if you are wondering what, what um best one um chemical disguised as cider per unit per pound, it's Frosty Jacks. You're welcome. Frosty Jacks, of course. Yeah, because you get three litres instead
2: of the two. Is it going Proper to be like Cronenberg? Do you know something? you're not far Are you thinking
0: Cronenberg? Yeah. What you're is not it? Far off. It's- the Holston Pills.
3: Yeah. Wow, there we go. That's yeah. helped me out, mate. Now soft, I know. Yeah, That's going on the chart.
0: And it's, as you'll know, Sam, is often around the same price as his Stella's and the Cronenberg's.
3: Exactly. It's, it's a very out. reasonably priced alcoholic beverage. Yeah, yeah <laughs> good. There you go.
0: and, that, and that is why you befriend uh, people that are doing physics degrees at Imperial London because they give you the crucial information.
3: Yeah, you find out the real info. My mate, right, he's from the 80s and he was an alky in the olden days and he's called Drew. And he used to drink uh when he ran out of booze and money. he used to drink uh window cleaner <laughs> oh. that's true oh, man. and he said he said that him and his other Alki mates they had this little uh they built these cocktails with window cleaner in they'd learn how to get the bit that turns you blind out of it <laughs> and it, and he was like, he said to me, Sam, if you mix it with the right stuff, mate,
2: it's actually not that bad. <laughs> that, that, Sam, you get the award for the most austerity ridden story. That's. It. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> that <laughs> was like was really the bottom equivalent of a Dickens tale, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> the cocktail,
3: the cocktail he made, it was called a Windex tizer.
0: <laughs> <It was> beautiful. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I kind of want to try one.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be behind the bar. Did he ever
2: reveal the secret? Because that's that's like UK's fucking Breaking Bad, trying to get the, the bit that makes you blind out of it.
4: Does
3: This man was—he was a seasoned boozer, old Drew. He's lovely. We he yeah. went to see we went to see Spider-Man Three at the cinema years and years and years ago. He just brought a a bottle of Jack Daniel's with him in his coat, and I'm not—I'm not talking like an offy little Jack Daniel's either. I'm talking one that you'd usually have an optic in the top of. You know what I mean? One of like a pub one. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and we, we were to watching through that fucking film
3: yeah <laughs> we were watching Spider-Man 3 and by the end he'd had the lot he'd drunk all of it he was like oh sorry about that I didn't share it I said it's fine mate you, you do what you need to
2: how did he how did he discreetly consume it did it have like a curly straw coming out of his jacket
3: <laughs> I was just swinging it out of the bottle like it was nobody's business do you know what I mean
4: Get in the way.
3: he don't mind I'm not bothering anyone is <laughs> he no well, it's it's not as bad as when I went to see The Avengers with my singer in my band, right? And he was high on Coke the whole time. And he was we were watching the Avengers and he was sitting next to me and he just kept turning to me and grabbing my arm really hard and going,
1: This is the best movie I've ever seen
0: How was he how was he still high? Was he doing lines in the darkness of the stalls? I think he must have been popping out every now and again
3: just into the bathroom, you know, just
0: chopping himself what a up.
3: I know he's a legend. He works in bank in daytime, you know, so a bit of surprising. lunchtime coke and then
0: a bit of lunchtime chang. <laughs> the old lunchtime chang.
3: Chop it up and then a little bit more when you're watching the Avengers, you know. <laughs> that
2: would definitely increase the intensity of that film.
3: He's like, I know who's the best character, it's the Hulk, I can really relate to him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brilliant. <laughs> well, there we go. Um, so every guest, uh, they name their three favourite pubs or drinking areas in the whole wide world. So, Sam, what would be your third favourite drinking establishment on planet Earth?
3: Oh, we're going backwards, are we? I'm going to start then with uh, the... Now, the thing is, I've mostly picked ones from my childhood when drinking was a fun hobby rather than a necessity. So uh, I've gone with... Um,
2: so are we going in the cleaning areas of all supermarkets. Yeah, that's right.
3: My favourite pub is the janitor's office.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with the Black Sheep in Croydon as my opening gambit. Oh, well, I don't know if anyone there, else yeah, used to go. go there.
2: I, I do you know what? I was about. I think it closed when I turned 18. Mm. I knew of it. I knew people that went to it. Oh, it so it's like such a, a good awesome pub. Shop.
0: Nolan knows of the legend of the Black Sheep.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I know, know it of
3: was the a, legend of the Black Sheep. It was oh, a big boy. deal, this place. It was, it was the big alternative pub slash club. And it was, you know, they'd have all sorts of things. It was owned by this very eccentric gay bloke. And he would just put on anything that you come and see him about, you know. So there'd be comedy nights, music nights, fetish nights, metal nights, just whatever you want. Like, it was the one, of the one of the homes of the birth of Croydon Dubstep, which is where Dubstep kind of comes from. It yeah, all come yeah. out of that, all come out of there. And I used to go, you know, I used to be there once a week with my mate, and um, we'd always get pissed because it was well cheap, and we were going a student night well after we'd finished being students, you know, because it was just <laughs> cheap and easy to get into, and the, we knew a bouncers. And I'm picking this place because one of my favourite one of my favourite ever weird things happened at the black sheep bar in Croydon, right? So it was fetish night, but it was army based fetish night. So you had to come dressed in army clothes <laughs> because that was the theme, right? Stephen, have you still was- got
1: that um rubber khaki outfit? Yeah, mm. do you know I have, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It? From our time fighting swamp warfare.
3: Lots of gas masks and trench coats. You know the type, right? So um... <laughs> Very 2020
2: yeah. outfit. Yeah, maybe. that's it.
3: So me and my mate George, we head on down to have a little party there. Um, we always go to the fetish night because it's fun. Um, that particular night, the entertainment was a woman forcing a man to eat dog food and then putting a load of champagne up her
2: vag and spraying it all over the crowd. <laughs> See, so now you know, you know what I know about the legend of the Black Sheep Bar, lads. Yeah. <laughs> and then my heartbreak when I find out he's closed when I turn 18. <laughs> oh,
0: that particular night I had a man eat dog food and a lady put champagne in her you-know-what. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, really yeah. open She do what she did last time when she got that, that was, it. It was
3: oh. You know, it was, it was a niche act, but it was an enjoyable one. It was good. And um,
2: I can see why people wore trench coats. (laughs) (laughs) So
3: so I was, um, so I was hanging out. Right. And uh, I was wearing a big trench coat because I used to be a goth. So I've got one of them from years back and uh, uh, all the bouncers and that, all the staff, they all had these sort of toy replica weapons, you know, these proper high quality replicas. So they weren't toys. They were like, replicas they were like shotguns machine guns uzis and that i got pissed as a fart and i thought to myself you know it'd be great i'm just going to take one of these home so i asked one of the asked one of the bar staff i said oh can i have a little look at your shotgun mate he said yeah no problem so i took his shotgun off of him and drunk as a skunk i just had a little look (laughs) round, put it over my shoulder under my coat and then went home so i went home on the bus (laughs) with a shotgun in my coat (laughs) all in like face paint and a trench coat and a shotgun. A
1: smelling of champagne. Yeah.
3: smelling of champagne. Is, <laughs> yeah. I had a, a real bowling for Columbine look going on. It wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I get home, I get home, and I just, I just pass out. I'm proper pissed. The next morning, I wake up because it's band practice. We've got a band coming around. And halfway through band practice, I get a knock on the door. I go, what's this? And uh, it's, the, it's the barman. He says, oh, uh, have you got my shotgun? I was like, oh shit. Uh yeah, I have. <laughs> I I woke up in the morning, I couldn't remember where I got it from. But he's, <laughs> but he said to me, he said, you're all over the CCTV and they wanted to call the police. But what I want <laughs> But he said, I'll come, he said, I've come round to see if you'll just give it back and admit it, and then we'll let you we'll let you off. And I said, Oh yeah. Sorry about that, pal. And he came in and we had a cup of tea and he listened to the band for a bit and we had a nice chat, so that was all right. But then The next time I went, because it had one of them fingerprint scanners, I put my fingerprint on the little fingerprint scanner and this big flashing light went off with like on the screen. It was like, thief, 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 thief. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I kind of got tackled by the (laughs) bounce. And then I had to go up and see the owner and go, oh, you know, you know how it is, pal. I stole a shotgun, but I'm sorry about it. (laughs) I've given it back we're all friends now, you
0: know.
3: So, <laughs> that's why I like, that's what why I the like fuck? the black sheep in Croydon. It was good fun.
4: No, wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the best answers we've ever received from number three. Jesus Christ. That was like a fucking story out of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i got to see the owner of this club, man. I stole his gun. Yeah, I stole your shotgun, but it's all good, mate.
0: It's all good. You know, it's a classic man-takes-shotgun love story. Exactly. You know, it happens all the time, <laughs> I hear. It's very common. It's the Croydon Punisher. We've all been there. The Croydon We've Croydon
3: Punisher.
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> oh, shit. someone's gonna clean up these mean streets you know yeah exactly
2: <laughs> uh, so Sam, what was it like in there man like what was the decor because i i because it's it's i think it's a Pol- it's a polsky supermarket now.
3: it is a polsky supermarket that is good uh, knowledge yeah no it's a polsky supermarket now that's right it was very it was quite sparse it wasn't the most exciting looking place it was much more about the events than anything else you know Big old dance floor, a big DJ booth, and then just some – they had, like, paintings of regulars on the walls, you know, the people who'd been there 15-odd years yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, uh, and like you that. with you with a wanted face. And me. <laughs> exactly, me on a wanted poster, yeah. But it was good because it had um, – you know, it just had a lovely vibe and it was it was really, really, really welcoming. And Croydon at that time had a couple of pubs that were the exact opposite of that. You know, real old man fighty pubs. So the Black Sheep was a bit of a, a golden shining light in the middle of that awful place. And also the Ship, just which opposite. is still there and just across the road. Yeah, that was a real good. They used to do a lot of live music in there and stuff when I was in my teenage years. And that that was another real good place. But I've got... Nothing but fond memories of the both of them, you know, because it was usually ship first and then black sheep oh. for the night. So that was Is these fingerprint scanners yeah. something you do in Croydon or something? I've never encountered one. Oh, big yeah. time, yeah. What? Well, fingerprint scanning, it, it was a necessity because of all the crime in Croydon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's a load of people who were banned from the pubs, you know, and they'd, <laughs> they'd <laughs> go around and try and get in all the pubs.
0: In Gareth's Shit. youth, it was like the Famous Five, they were like, Gareth, you must return that shotgun. I've got pheasant shooting in the body. I do apologize, landlord. My greatest apologies. And he'd run it back, and that was the end of it. That's why he's so confused, you know? Yeah, totally. Well if I had that yeah, if I had that shotgun
3: now, I could just claim I was out grouse hunting and it'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be
1: allowed wouldn't I yeah. <laughs> that story <it's> like, <laughs> have as many friends as you want
2: I, I, I like to think that when he stole the shotgun Sam he just like tried to reenact the movie Snatch by himself <laughs> <laughs> Coles fucking a yeah, Coles yeah, exactly did you bring the gun <laughs> that's an anti-aircraft gun Vincent
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i
0: when, when do we reckon this was Sam what, what, I mean, pre-9-11 one presumes
3: Oh, God. Well, that's what I'm trying to think now. I was probably 21, 22, so I'm... Because, I mean, the the, (laughs) idea that nothing
0: happened and no one said a word, like... I know. And as I said, I was on the bus
3: with... Yeah, I was just on the bus with a shotgun. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And I just got on the bus and I was holding... I was chatting to people on the bus, you know, with a shotgun
0: on the shoulder. You were fucking
2: terrified <laughs> well, in the corner. Well, they're not going to ignore you, are they? Yeah. So,
0: so, someone on a bus turns around with a shotgun and starts asking
2: you questions, you fucking answer. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's the first time that bus actually dropped him off outside his house. <laughs> well. Yeah, just there, all Drew driving.
3: <laughs> well, in Croydon, right? In Croydon, there's a man who who walks a goat on a lead. So when people see a man with a shotgun, they're just not that bothered oh, by it. I, you know I, I what mean, it's a goat man. Oh, the goat man is amazing. He was always there. There's also a dog that always takes its keys out for a walk with it in its mouth. What? And I said, <laughs> like, yeah,
2: <laughs> like the dog from the Pirates of the Caribbean in the jail cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the house yeah.
3: keys, and like he's not allowed. He doesn't let the owner back in the house until he's had a satisfactory walk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why have I never been to Croydon? Man? It's <laughs> oh, it's wonderful, yeah. Croydon. It's a hive of scum and villainy. It's good. Tortuga,
2: <laughs> <of> South London. <laughs>
1: Tortuga.
2: What does Tortuga
1: mean? <laughs> it's from the Pirates Caribbean. of the Caribbean. it? Ah, okay.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're
0: going to take on a mythical <laughs> yeah. quest, time. You're
3: so, Sam, so
2: it. um, <laughs> w- when you walk into the black sheet, what's the first thing you're ordering that a weaponry?
3: Oh, it's got to be Snakebite and Black. That was the classic mm. Black Sheep drink because they'd done a load of very cheap, boozy type things. They'd done that lech oh, yeah, the yeah. green beer that's Sony yeah. only ever in the cheapest of pubs, and then they did Snakebite and Black. Yeah, on draft, uh, lech on draft. Fuck! It was literally place, like this place continues to be the best pub ever. <laughs> oh mate, it was like one pound eighty a pint, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's a bit." <laughs> <beer." laughs> <laughs> student student night a snake bite and black was 90p oh Jeez. my god
0: well for a pint mm-hmm. those were the days yeah. oh boy
3: yeah because it was that you know it's that cider that's not made of apples at all apples. and then you put and then you put blackcurrant in it so it doesn't taste like a sack of shit <laughs> and you drink that do you like apple flavored
0: chemicals white 99p <laughs> 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 have you giving up on life fancy hanging around the town centre Black Ace, 89p. <laughs> has anyone noticed the difference? Because I've had both Black Ace and White Ace, and I'm convinced one's just cheaper.
3: Uh, they're just the same, aren't they? They're just for tramps. I
0: think so.
2: so has, anyone, <laughs> has anyone sampled the K Cider? Yeah, K Cider bangs. I. Really? I can't bring only, myself fucking like, looking at it. And I, liked, yeah. I, I think it's because I used to drink it as a teenager.
0: Sorry, how yeah. fucking... <laughs> how impoverished was your upbringing? I, uh, I'm troubled, <laughs> mother. I've turned to the
2: <laughs> No, well, we <laughs> used cans. It used to look like... To us, it looked like the classiest can because it was just like matte black with the red K. It looked pretty...
3: Yeah, cool. but that's Fair. like, you know, I only ever... S- I only ever see that in the street when two tramps are fighting over it do you know what I mean oh, it's yeah. No. a drink and you to drink the, though, is it?
0: if the marketing team sat down and went right are we going to make this look classy to tramps and teenagers <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> a black can with a red deckle
3: <laughs> if it looks like a tin of Lynx Africa they'll fucking love it let's do that <laughs>
0: Right, fucking decide, side off. See you <laughs> on Tuesday, lads. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Well... If you're going to change the
2: package over the next two t- 20 years, go see why we need <laughs> Money's to. Money's still rolling in. Yeah, not see <laughs> why we need to. Ironically, I think, I still think the cheapest place to get booze is probably that Polsky shop that the Black Sheep Bar's turned into now.
3: Yeah, that's it. It still holds the the Croydon cheapest booze thing. you know.
0: Yeah, it was probably there when they, they changed management. The Eastern European beers are an absolute diamond you oh, can have great. a great oh, you can have a great night like for a five quid and it would be pretty on the way like Zubra, yeah. it's a
3: heck there's, of a beer oh i like Zubra. there's one yeah. that has like a picture of a bee on it as well and it's supposed to be like honey flavored and it's like 8% and it's like 80p a can that one's good it's <laughs> yeah. called like banan flap flap or something you know it's one of them ones
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yellow and the bee goes flap banana flap <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is you and the big old flap, that banana flap. It's <laughs> best beer in Romania. Because, <laughs> 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 um, now introduce you to the, to the Romanian beer that uh, Zippo introduced us to? No, I so don't think so. You guys, like, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? You know, it's difficult. You don't fancy carrying, say, six or seven assorted alcoholic cans back to your party slash house gathering, slash business meeting with just six people. So the only option you get yeah. is you get one of those little keg things, which are expensive for the man on the drinking budget, or you're forced to get shitty cider that comes in a, in a liter bottle. Yeah, two That's liter bottles. Bottle. Ah, but the Romanians, they've sorted this out for us. Three liter bottles of beer with a twisty top. That's brilliant. <laughs> Changed my life. If you go see a Romanian shop or a Lithuanian shop anywhere in London, go on in, you'll see them. They keep them in the fridge. They're about five quid, three litres of beer. And if you've had enough, you can just screw top on back in the fridge for tomorrow.
3: That's great. Love it. it? See, I'm learning a lot. That's why I've come on. I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm learning. (laughs)
0: This is a mutual exchange
2: of information.
0: (laughs) You've got got two flavors as well. There's a blue one. And a green one. I prefer the blue one. Um, <laughs> I like that the flavours are
2: blue and green.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the blue one seems like a sort of paler ale. If you could call, if you could call lager that comes in a plastic oh, bowl. Oh Hold ale. on, hold on. Tonight,
3: tonight is my wife's birthday, so we will open a case <laughs> of blue. <laughs> everybody
2: know you just drink red for funerals (laughs) (laughs) and green for graduation
0: (laughs) but steven must drink yellow because he is bereaved oh
2: steven oh steven (laughs) <laughs> Stephen had poor honey yeah no you might have tried it not it was the Lithuanian place opposite Tesco up yeah we Henden. we went drinking it by the Brent Reservoir like two hillbillies that's right we did yeah. yes we did yeah, like two okay. hillbillies
0: yes. we, yeah we drank we near a fallen down tree we sat on a log and we honestly <laughs> we all we needed was a, a
2: fucking straw hat and a bit of wheat coming out of us <laughs> sitting barefoot with ripped jeans down the bottom and we could have had some some of my son's <laughs> yeah, narration. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 I've tried it. I thought
0: you had. I thought you had. Yeah, it was the yeah. blue
2: bottle that got me up to me. It honestly, you know, it looked like, you know, oh, what was it? The old NASA space shuttle, the big orange fuel tank. Oh, yeah. Imagine that, but blue. <laughs> and and that, is, that is basically what, yeah, full of beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what you're drinking out of. And and you've got to change from a
0: fiver. It's It really is the future. Yeah, is I can good. see why. Okay, so we're, we're a strong start. Like the career of Paul Gascoigne, who started strong. But will we wane and fall into a booze addled midlife we're forced to join last year after an injury-spelled an injury layoff? And then inevitably a mediocre career with Rangers Celtic. Who knows? Let's find That's out. Fine. Sam, what's our number two? Number
3: two is the harp, also a Croydon. Croydon Stalwart, an amazing pub. It was owned by the lead guitarist of a of a metal band called Labrat, and and um, he was a big old fat heroin addict. <laughs> he was a great guy. <laughs> yeah. Sound? He had um, good. He had a giant mohawk, and he was the fattest drug addict I've ever met. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> drug addicts usually they're well skinny. Yeah, you not see many. This guy was yeah, fucking yeah, hench. Quite he was like huge. He looked like. <laughs> He looked like a six-foot-tall Danny DeVito. It was those <laughs> sort of body proportions, with a mohawk. Yeah, like a real square of a man. You know, he looked like Mr. Strong, except oh, he was wow. all belly. And-, <laughs> and what was the band like? Were they band? The band was all right. I'm sure you can look Labrad right up, but they're from. They're from the late 90s, early 2000s, where if you were a shit band, you still got like a million pounds to make an album, you know. So he, wow. <laughs> so he was in lab Rat for a little bit. He was in a band called The Axis of Evil, which I was also in for a little bit um, until I got blackout drunk with them and they did unspeakable things to me while I was passed out and then I quit a band. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. But, and thus the podcast became an intervention yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah it was uh
0: yeah
3: it was fun um he was great his missus was great as well another big fat goth and the two of them own this little pub and they had these three giant Rottweilers, <laughs> like proper massive dogs who also lived at the pub and uh if they were sitting in the seats guess what you just didn't have a seat that was that was the way it went. If the Rottweilers were Crack, out, yeah. they would uh, they would sit in the seat. <laughs> While well, the Rottweilers eat somebody in the corner. Sounds like a
0: cray pub.
3: It was like a cray pub. It was mental. It had like, uh...
0: yeah. <laughs> guys, um, what entertainment have you got this week? Is it the fucking lab rats again? Yes, yes it's the again. Lab lab rats, rats again. Lab rat again. <laughs> <laughs> coming to play again. <laughs> yeah. So you got a problem with it? Speed to our fucking front of house. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So these dogs as well had also eaten all of the upholstery. They'd kind of <laughs> chewed it all up. So even when you could sit down, you were just sitting on dog slobber and it was awful. And it had it had one of those old school fish men. Do you know what I mean? In the white coat, <laughs> oh. it would come and sell cockles and eels and that. And like And it was like the weirdest juxtaposition ever because it was like a metal pub with a fish man and every night he'd pop in and then the big fat bloke from LabRat would do heroin and eat cockles and eels all night. This is mental. It was really cool. The best thing about this place is I used to go when I was like 17, 18, and he literally literally (laughs) didn't give a shit about IDing, and it was just like open, (laughs) and everyone could go. Like, there'd be like 12-year-olds in there getting pissed. (laughs) Getting slowly eaten by rottweilers. Do you know, it was like a Victorian... Nightmares. It was (laughs) a
2: Victorian nightmare. Victorian nightmare.
0: (laughs) Just a sad Charlie Chaplin in the corner, just one tear, just
2: (laughs) sipping out of an oyster.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, if you're in a metal band,
3: you just go down. But the big, the big problem was it had a real issue with theft. So, like, um. Cause he was a drug addict and all of his mates were drug addicts. My mate, she's called Natalie. She was a guitarist in a metal band. They were very good, and she had one of these big sort of um, Marshall stacks, like two amps and a cab, like a big big speaker, yeah. which she'd spent a fortune Shoot. on. That was her pride and joy. She played a gig at the heart, and then at the end of the gig, two burly men just came on the stage, picked it up, put it in the back of a van. Fuck. And of course, you see two men carrying an amp, and you just go, well, they must be something to do yeah, with the band like or whatever, you know. Cases or whatever, yeah. yeah. That's all she said. And then at the end of the show, she was like, Sam, have you seen my amp? And I was like, oh, yeah. I was it's like, oh, yeah, your sugar. mates. Yeah, your mates were <laughs> in their van. Mate. And then she was like, what?
4: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I
3: said, yeah, two guys just lift it up, put it in a van. And she said, oh, no. Just played <laughs> and, it, and, and then played emo music for the
2: rest of the night. <laughs> That's all she said. <laughs> She wasn't the most expressive of women. Do you know what I mean? She she let the guitar do the talking for her. That's right. She just said, oh, no. That's right. Yeah.
3: So, um, yeah, she had her aunt Nick, right off stage by two chances, which was not great. (laughs) And and they used to do, they used to do like wet T-shirt competitions. That was always good fun because it was so bleak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Might have been, you know, it was just a load of fat drug addicts. Well, one fat drug addict and his skinny drug addict mates just well, spraying a, a load question. of teenagers. God, you got all Jeremy Kyle there. Not
0: many people introduce themselves as "Hello, I'm Martin and I'm a heroin addict." So, how do you know this guy was addicted to heroin? Like, I'm not imagining he's uh, close to
3: I straight up saw him shoot heroin on many occasions. Are you <laughs> sure he wasn't diabetic? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no. because when you're diabetic, you don't have one of them rubber hoses to put the uh, to, you know, to put around your arm.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, shit. Where was this then? Uh, did you ever have a this, lock-in? Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah, mate. I used to practically live at that fucking pub. It was great. We had a wonderful time. Uh Bloody yeah. Um, it eventually got shut down, and this is so funny. Two things led. To, two things. two things led to it being shut down. One is, uh, big fat owner had an affair with one of the young goths who used to come. She was about eighteen, so it was all above board. And his his wife caught him, and then one of the dogs bit the goth. So that was funny. Uh, yeah, because she. Because he was playing away, do you know what yeah. I mean? And uh the, his wife was well unhappy <laughs> yeah. about it. And,
0: then dogs, and there's nothing dogs like more than a stable home environment. That's yeah, exactly anything. right.
3: They knew that they were going to lose their seats to yeah. chew on, so they were very unhappy about it. <laughs> and then um yeah. the second thing... There's nothing dogs love more than
0: the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> I've right. always said
3: that. Especially especially violent <laughs> rock rilers owned by drug dealers. Yeah. They're really into... They're really into the sanctity. The you
0: say about yeah, exactly. They've got their they've got their finger on the pulse and the paw on the Bible.
3: And yeah, the other thing was that uh, a, a mum had to come and pick her son up because he'd got really really drunk and he was ten years old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just imagine we went to bar another round yeah. another round <laughs> I got I got young, I got to go to year five in the morning pint of beer in a bag of Haribo please <laughs> long day was it long day do you know how much oh. fucking colouring I've done you cunt. I just want to sit in here and relax yeah. sat so in the it was fucking just takes his school tired does it ah bloody hell <laughs> he was buying all
3: the drinks <laughs> so yeah they were the two they were the, the nails in the coffin they tried to...
2: Uh, there's no getting around that. How many times did... I uh, uh, Was you ever in the heart of it doing, that's a 10-year-old, <laughs> and did you just let it slide? <laughs> well... Or was it... At the end of the day, he's as good as anyone else's.
3: Exactly. I was only 17. I was underage when I started drinking in there that's anyway. You so could I relate was like, to, the to their own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just whatever he wants, mate. If he wants to have a good time, who am I to stop him? <laughs>
2: What was the earlier phrase Victorian? Are you nightmare. sure he wasn't at all
3: a really yeah. small old man? <laughs> he was smoking fags yeah. as well, because he could still smoke in the pub at that point. Just with really good skin. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he was wearing a flat cap and he had a whip it. <laughs>
3: No, he was definitely a ten-year-old. Yeah,
0: that's why, that's why they actually got shut down for. He had a little badge. Yeah, they, they got done for. He had a little he had a little badge. What? It says ten today.
3: <laughs> he was out for birthday yeah. drinks.
2: <laughs> Stole a trench coat from the Black Sheep Bar. Got his mate to put him on his shoulders. Yeah, the classic. One point for one adult, <laughs> please. <laughs> where where was this pub then, location-wise? I I guess it was obviously
3: This was in Croydon, but it was kind of round the back in the middle of like a little estatey type place, so it was an old estate pub that this guy had taken over. Okay. Um If you want to see what it looked like, he was on TV. He was on a show called The World's Worst Neighbours <laughs> which was about like living next to the worst person you could possibly live next to. And his pub and him were kind of one of the big features. Everyone was like, this man's fucking atrocious. This guy's
1: awful. Did they enjoy the music when you played, though?
3: Yeah. Well, it was like, because I've always loved, I've always been a big heavy metal guy, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, you know, I've always said like the heavy metal community is one of the nicest of, of sort of alternative communities to be involved in. And much as it was a place full of peril <laughs> and danger, <laughs> at the same point, it was exceptionally welcoming. You know, me and my band, we used to play there about once every other week. You know, we would put <laughs> yeah, shows on for our mates and our mates' equipment would be stolen and we'd all have a good laugh about <laughs> it. <coughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you <who> know. <laughs> oh. by week seven, it's all like a cappella. It. it was
3: good fun, man. It was it nice, you know. <laughs> and it was one of these places. It was open. I think it was never closed. You know, I mean, even when yeah. like back then, you were supposed to be know. closed at
1: eleven. They were just because they had no. Well,
0: let's think about it. What time? What time does school kick out? So <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> You are really selling Croydon. I always thought Croydon was meant to be really dull. No, it's a complete but, opposite. No, oh no, it's good, man. There's a lot going on.
3: It was a good place in the about fifteen years ago. It was all yeah. right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and just to clarify, is it the harp or the heart?
3: The harp. The harp. H A R P. It was a it was good. It was a good mm. plan. That
0: is locked in at number two then, sir. The Holy Grail, your moon under the water, your number one. My number one has got to be
3: my my all-time favourite venue of anything ever, the Alley Cat in Soho. Um, now, the reason I'm picking this one as number one is because this was the first place where I had a resident comedy show. This was the birth of my comedy career was this place. Um, and I adore it. This this venue is under well, it was under Regent Sounds. Mm. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but Regent Sounds was was the big recording studio and the big music okay. shop on Timpan Alley, mm-hmm. uh, which is where so David the one with Bowie all the posh made
0: guitars his, in the window.
3: Yeah, yeah. So cool. now it's now it's a real now it's a real sort of high class place, Regent Guitars. But in the olden days, it was kind of the. So like the Kinks made their first album there, Black Holy Sabbath shit. made their first album there, yeah. David Bowie made his first album there. It's like proper, proper rock royalty this place. Beautiful, beautiful place. So you got Regent Guitars, and then underneath you had this bar called the Alley Cat, which used to be owned by Regent Guitars. And um I used to go and do gigs there years ago. And one day I turned up for this gig and it was a band show. And I was like, the only per the only band who turned up were my band. <laughs> The other bands had just gone, right, we're not coming, fuck it, who cares? The the booker hadn't arranged anything else, and it was just my band and an empty room. So I said to the guy behind the bar, I said, look, mate, this is proper bullshit. Like, where's the promoter? He said, he's not here. I said, well, fire him. He said, well, (laughs) he's never here. I said, said, well, you can't just not fire him because he's not here. You must be able to ring him up, you know. So I just basically, I stole his job that night. I said, right, fuck that guy. I'm going to be your promoter for a little bit, and I'm going to book stuff for you, and I'm actually going to be at the venue (laughs) for the gigs that I book. (laughs) 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 You know, so I basically stole this man's job. And it was during that I I started the Sam Rhodes Comedy Explosion. We did a weekly comedy show down there. And I just mm. fucking loved it because I learned my trade. I was shit at the time, I was proper awful. I recently watched some videos of me doing it and I was like, fucking hell, it's a good thing I never watched these videos n- then. Because if I realized how shit <laughs> I was, I would have quit.
2: <laughs> We're glad you did But
3: like, well, I just went, I just went, oh, um, you know, no one's going to give me any stage time, so I'll just make my own night and do my own stage time. And I just had a, a whale of a time down there. And I used to kind of open up by having a guy sitting, you know, down in some of the seats down there. And I'd say, oh, this is the alley cat under Regent Guitars. This is the home birthplace of modern rock music. See where you're sitting there, mate. That's where David Bowie fucked your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing a bit of Croydon
1: to Timpan Alley.
3: <laughs> so yeah, I used to I used to run shows there, and it, it, it was one of these places where they hadn't, you know, they hadn't uh, done anything to it in twenty years. It was owned by these two Turkish blokes who were basically buying it to run it into the ground. They were they never never had any intention of keeping it open. Uh, they were going to sell it because the Crossrail was coming in underneath, you know. Uh, so yeah. um, mm-hmm. that was always their plan. So they literally did nothing to look after it, and it was proper. Rat infested. Do you know what I mean? Like quite often, you'd be doing whatever it was you're doing, and a rat had run across the stage. And I'm not talking a little rat. I'm talking like like a tube rat. Yeah, like a tube rat, like a three foot long rat. You know, almost big enough that he's sentient. You know, he's got a little story to tell. He's massive.
2: (laughs) He's gonna do a tight fight. He's (laughs) he's so big. I, I know the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no,
0: when you try trying to get food on the Jubilee line, no one, okay, it should be a bit of rat thing. Yeah.
3: I, was doing a, I was doing a gig and uh, I had a bloke called Andy Story on, who I really like. If you don't know him, look him up. He's very, very good. And uh, Andy was at the back of the room and I was on the stage and I was halfway through my set and Andy just went, ah! and I went, what's, what's that? What's up with you? And I got off the stage and went to speak to him. He just said, Oh Sam, uh, a rat just fell on my head. And this rat had, had been he'd been running across the pipes, oh. you know, on the Fuck you know, doing a bit of parkour. Yeah, he was doing a bit of parkour, and a rat fell on him, you know, and got because he's got big hair, Andy, and this rat got all stuck in his hair. And I was like, don't tell anyone that rats fall on you at my venue, like an Edward because the other lady. no one will book, no one will come and play. <laughs> if people think that rats are going to fall on them. It's like a fucking
2: World War One bunker. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. Welcome
0: to my literally rat-infested gig. Have a seat, have a chair. <laughs> always Don't worry in. about it. They're running it into the ground because come in, so we're going to have a good night. Just, just, just well, look, That was it. Relax. And, of course, the
3: beautiful irony is it was called the alley cat and a cat could have solved 90% of their problems, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no fair. always no. oh, an
2: audience not all of them that's the thing that
0: always frightens me about a Soho soap <laughs> drink the clientele are always tosses, which always puts me off and the prices so can you help with either of those two what were the people like and were the prices scary
3: well the, the nice thing about the Alley Cat is that because they hadn't updated anything since about 1989 the prices were still kind of 1989-ish so the beer was warm and flat, but it was cheap, so it was Ooh. actually a fairly good place to get a bit drunk in. And it was when did? Pardon, sorry. When did you take? So over? I started doing the bookings there probably five years hmm. ago, six years ago. Oh shit! That's, yeah, so fairly that's a long recently, way away from but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, but they had done so little to look after it. And Max, the barman, he was a proper fixture. I think he got the job there because he was barman slash sound guy, you know. And he'd just been there since the dawn of time, and we'd you know like it it was always open till four in the morning because it was in Soho but no one was ever in there because they never advertised it so whenever I whenever I'd done a London show I'd always pop into the alley cat and have a chat with Max and see what he was up to and he was always like why don't we just get a couple of prostitutes in Like, that'll pass the evening, won't it? That'll get time running. I said, Look, Max, I'm not going to prostitute with you. It's weird. <laughs>
0: it'll be all right, it'll be all right. Only the rats are company. They won't mind.
3: Exactly.
2: Yeah. You they know, know names are at that point. Yeah. Yeah. he'd made them what made- are we going to do tomorrow night Max I'll <laughs> <laughs> get another prostitute yeah, okay. dude, let's go get a prostitute like, he just pops upstairs goes
0: to an unmarked door hello no. hello darling you are right. um couple of hours down the alley cat yeah no worries that'll be 100 quid yeah. what's happening oh, I'll just well, me, Max. some other guy um we <laughs> just shitting till four and some no racks, one ever comes you know. in so don't worry about it i like, yeah. just get drunk reminisce about the golden age of rock and roll we just genuinely have a good time yeah
2: it
3: was a great yeah,
2: place. Uh, I was a huge fan of it. Uh, and then the next night, Sam would introduce the stage, going, "You see that spot? That's where <laughs> Max, fucked <put the> a prostitute. Max's <laughs> 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 just red face, Shut up, <laughs> sharp, 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 sharp. Bring <laughs> the David Bowie yeah, story. Bring back the David fucking <laughs> Granny. Fuck sake, yeah. Jesus.
3: Oh no, but Max was. Um, he was <laughs> a bit. <laughs> what are we doing tonight, Pinky? Same thing we do every <laughs> night, brain. <laughs>
0: Get two prostitutes! <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's funny, because there's rats in the venue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Same thing we do every night, try and get two prostitutes. Such us to little haggling. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, so, you know, oh, good. it was quite, it's quite the. That's quite the hot spot, really. It was so interesting as well because, like, there would be no one in there and then one night Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters was there, you know, so it was real. Wow. Because it was tied to Regent Sounds. All the rock stars coming through would always, you know, they'd go to the Crowbar, which sadly, I don't know if you guys care or know about this, but the Crowbar's been there since about 1979 and that literally closed like this week. Yeah, very sad. I've had some fun times in there and all. But, yeah, like, Mm. so it would be empty with no one and then all of a sudden Taylor Hawkins and his fucking entourage had come in I was there one I was there one night and the night before Slipknot had all been there all nine of them all boozing up downstairs wow yeah it it was always the the day before I was there though (laughs) 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 never got to fucking party with Slipknot I just had a rat ball on my head you know
2: (laughs) oh man Just so I get my bearings. Is this the one opposite chair? It's kind of, no,
3: no, that's the, the, I think you're thinking of King George. It's very, very close to there, though. It's down, it was down Denmark Street. Do you know where the 100 Club used to be? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's opposite. What used to be? Yeah, Yeah, 100 Club's not been there for ages. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, it's moved to Oxford Street.
3: uh, 12 Bar, sorry, that's what I'm thinking, not 100 Club. Yeah, so Denmark Street used to have the 12 Bar the Alley Cat, and then at the end of the street, you had the Intrepid Fox, which was the one where all the hair metal guys used to go in the 80s. Yes. Yeah,
2: and yeah, it, yeah. it's
3: all gone. <clears throat> all of it's gone. And the 12 Bar was cool as well, because Eric Clapton used to play in there before he was famous. He was the resident guitarist in there. And the funny, amazing. It is amazing. And Dude. the worst thing is, you know, I, you'd see all these tourists when I was down doing the show, and they'd kind of stop me because I looked like I'd know. And they'd go, oh, where's Regent Guitars? Where's 12 Bar? And I'd be like, oh, it's here. And they're like, oh, this is shit. and the worst thing is the worst thing is like the two shops now instead of this beautiful like cool legendary street now you've got a fucking flat iron and a monster energy drink shop and you're like fuck off
1: (laughs) Uh, it's awful it really winds me up you
3: know anyway yeah um, so yeah I love the mm -hmm. alley cat
0: the alley cat was one of my faves really good that is locked in at number one. That's locked in at number one. So we've got the Black Sheep in Croydon. Mm. We've got the Harp in Croydon. And then we've got the Alley Cat in Soho. Yeah. Nice. Um, So, if you haven't already said, although you've given us an absolute bevy of tales, which I adore you for, what is your craziest pub story, pub tale, pub encounter? Drinking Adventure. I... I went um, <laughs> you've got you've got a fucking mountain you've got a peak to crest because you up base camp in some beautiful locations.
4: <laughs>
3: so I think I've got the I think I've got the winner. I was down South End recording an EP with a band and this was oh god, this was probably this is a long time ago now. And South End, I don't know if you've ever been, is the worst bit of Essex. It's just horrible. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. We turn up at the hotel, me and my band, and the guy goes, oh. We go, what's the matter? He goes, oh, well, um, we didn't know if you were coming or not, and we're demolishing the hotel tomorrow, so... <laughs> <laughs> One an excuse, just because he yeah. doesn't like the luck and of you. So he was like, the room's there, but we haven't cleaned it or anything. So if you want it, you know, it's yours. So we go downstairs in the room we've booked, and it's a shithole, like a proper shithole. So we spend about two hours sort of tidying it up. Then we're down in the studio recording for the day. And at the end of the day, me and the guitarist go, right, we're going to go out, we're going to hit the town, see what it's like here in Southend. First thing that happened when we left the hotel was there was a man standing outside the hotel, and he went, Oi! And we went, what? He went... Do you fucking, do you smoke? And we went, no. He went, shut the fuck up. Of course you do. Look at you hairy fuckers. You obviously
1: smoke. Give me a fucking cigarette.
3: And we were like, we haven't got any cigarettes because we don't smoke. And he was like, you liars. And he was really angry and annoyed. <laughs> and that was like, oh, welcome to South End, you know, like, Wanda, thanks for coming. So, uh, me and the guitarist, we managed to escape this bloke and we go to this odd nightclub, which was like, uh, it looked like something out of like, um, what's that film? Logan's Run. It was all like white and silver and it had red lights. <laughs> and it was very yeah. clever because. It was Essex class. Yeah, it was like a modular nightclub. So, what happened was. As the night went on, like, a drawbridge would raise and the, the club would get bigger to accommodate more people. It was quite cleverly designed. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, it, as I said, it had these, like, these, like, iron gates that would raise and then all of a sudden you had access to that room, which you couldn't go in earlier. So, you know, we were actually like, oh, this is all right. It was reasonably priced. It was pretty good. And um, we had a couple of beers and then this bloke come up to me and he tapped me on the shoulder and he went, oi! I, I said, yeah, he said, you're the biggest guy in here. I said, "Am I?" He said, "Yeah." <laughs> and he said to me, um, "Do you want to have a fight with me?" Like he asked me. He straight up asked me. He didn't start a fight with me. He just said, "Do you want to have a fight with me?" I said, "Well, I don't really know you, mate. I don't know why. I don't know why we'd have a fight." And he said, "Well, I'm very dangerous. I'm very dangerous." <laughs> He said, I've killed yeah. He said, "I've killed three people, but they haven't caught me yet. And I said, oh, my God, right, all right. So
0: I said, and he said, you see that room there? He said, yeah, that one that's, uh, that's shut. He said, I've been in there
2: yeah. pre-opening, I have. <laughs> you knew you were in trouble. Well, I'm thinking they're, the yeah. only reason why they're demolishing the hotel is just to expand the fucking club just to <laughs> absorb more rooms. <laughs> they coming to the fucking East Wing boys. <laughs> You think Crossrail's a big expansion? <laughs> I don't mind the
3: dogs, it's still seats, they'll move. So I said to this guy, I said, right, look, mate, I'll tell you what, instead of us having a fight, how about I buy you a drink? And he said, right, sounds good. So I bought him a drink and we sat down and we couldn't get rid of him. Do you know what I mean? We were just trying to <laughs> gracefully move yeah. away, but wherever we moved, he would follow us. And then after he'd had two drinks, he said, look, I like you and I have killed three people. So I'll tell you what, if you I was gonna fight you because you were the biggest guy here, but now, right, I'll do you a favor. If if you get in a fight, I will fight by your side. I will be there for you
1: tonight. <laughs> and we were like a just go away. It's like a quest I was thinking that. You, you should have gone out and found that guy shouted at you when you looked out,
3: so, yeah, we just had this weird mental bodyguard for the entire evening <laughs> yeah, yeah. after that, basically, is the,
0: is the long story short. Just one of the recruiting jobs.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then when we left the hotel, we rang the hotel owner trying to pay him, and he was like, nah, don't even bother, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Your mate's been around. Yeah, so, we, yeah. so we got the hotel room for free because he was like, they're knocking it down. Yeah. Who gives so a shit? So you say I the really hotel the room money. for
0: free, the hotel room that you fucking cleaned. So I don't know. Yeah. Aside from yeah. four walls and a roof, I don't know what you'd actually paid for.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good
3: good old times in, uh, in South, South Bend. Bend, basically. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> nice. And, you know, when people ask me about Essex, I always say, no, I don't want to go again. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I went the once. I got me feel. I'm all right. Was, was you ever? Was there ever any part of you thinking, shit, like don't stay out too late or don't get fucking blackout drunk and wake up and come back to the hotel and it'd be fucking demolished with all your shit in it? Oh, mate.
3: I- <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, but I've got so little... Regard for my own well-being. Those sorts of thoughts never cross me about <laughs> uh,
2: That is a fucking amazing tale. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, Sam, how tall are you? Just so we know, a sort of height reference for safety to go to South End without getting oh. started on. You know,
3: I'm about I'm about six foot on the nose, basically. Okay. So, so anything but, under
1: six foot is safe, anything, probably. Yeah.
3: But the thing is, I'm I'm also like one of those fat dudes who people look at and go, "Is he fat or is he a bit muscly?" Do You know mm. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The secret is the secret is no, I'm just a fat <laughs> I'm just a fat guy.
1: Hey, so was Big Daddy. And you That's see right. what he did? And yeah. the
3: thing is it's the long hair and the beard as well. People go, "Oh, is he a hipster or is he a biker? Is this a a place I can get a coffee or a place I can get a tire iron in the face?" <laughs> People never <laughs> Do you know what I mean? People people find it difficult. And the accent the accent, throws people off as well, I think. So. Just <laughs> why
2: that guy wanted to fight you. Yeah, I'm a confusing entity. Well, it does sound like it, it was a
0: fucking Mario level, so he probably thought you were the next boss up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, final boss.
3: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am
0: fat enough, you know, I am fat enough to be
3: the super-powered baddie in a computer game, so... Yeah,
0: have you, have you seen fucking Dr. Eggman over there in the fucking <laughs> yeah. bar over there? Well, Dr. Eggman, yeah, it fucking is it all. I'm yeah. the honest man here, right? How about I buy you a drink? Do you know what? I've killed three people, I quite like you. Yeah. That's, Thank you. That's I'm basically... Yeah. That's basically it me, what it was. Isn't yeah, King it was
2: grown his hair well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this in
0: complete fucking confidence, right? There's this black right and he's been murdering fucking tourists, right? He doesn't tell them he's having his hotel demolished. They all sleep there like a bunch of fucking snoozing cunts. Wake up, rubble and bodies, yeah. right? That's I'm how just he's just killed three you know. people,
2: <laughs> murdering, demolishing hotels that they sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I don't, yeah, you kind of did paint that picture, yeah. Sam, because when you said yeah. you bought him a drink, I half expected you say you put cyanide in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I find.
2: I always yeah, find exactly. killing
3: with kindness is the way forward, isn't it? People never know what to deal with because if people are aggro to you and you're mean to them back, then you're inevitably going to have a fight. But if you disarm them with, with crazy niceness, they don't really know what to do with it, mm. which is good. It's a tactic that served me well in many there's, of my... There's two wonderful things I've heard on,
0: on confrontations. One's Darren Brown, and if someone ever tries to start a fight, you just go. The fence outside my house is six inches what? tall, and just yeah. at them
1: line. or to yourself. And the second
0: one, I love. Yeah, just at just at them or to yourself doesn't matter. Just the fence outside my house. is So
1: you small. so you make them think you're crazy, yeah, or and something. they
0: will go away. And the second one is Stephen Fry, which is when he was. Mucked. I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got it. And he said, "Oh, terribly sorry. You're giving me a powerful erection." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they'll go. So yeah. Yeah. Nice to I, think Darren,
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I think figured. Darren Brown's full of shit, though, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that ever happened to him, and I
0: think he's a dickhole. I, I had to spend a whole night with a bunch of strangers admiring that fucking <laughs> fence. Well, I tell you what, do you know what it is? Did you criticize you? job know I did. did? Fucking lovely job, sir. Lovely job. I tell you what, that ain't bleaching on a sunny
2: day. We better get a look at that fence before it gets oh, no. demolished tomorrow. <laughs>
0: So, can I go to bed now? No, no, no. If you're... Yeah, I'll tell you what. If you're going to bring up the fucking fence, we'll fucking standing here and having a look. Did you put that top coat on? Hold I on. Did. You Love said it job. was
1: seven inches. Is that seven even inches. a fence? Well, I don't know. When
0: does a fence become a fence? Well, that's exactly why it yeah. works, yeah. you see. See, because now you're again thinking, you're thinking <laughs> instead of getting <laughs> your You're not... Yeah, you're not... You're not mugging me anymore. You're in an existential. You're going, mm, when's a plank a fence?
1: Yeah, yeah. How tall is seven inches <laughs> in centimetres? Um, yeah, but... Isn't it just something that goes around a border? If it's seven inches, anyway. I'll phone up that garden question time thing. To find it's a fence. I'll
3: tell you what. It's a fence. If you're a gnome, think oh, about good that. Good point.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes, that's
3: true uh, Sam, are you, how big a Bowie fan are you? I'm a big Bowie fan, mate, I love him If I said see Laughing Gnome Oh yeah, I know the Laughing Gnome very Maybe. well Yeah, I, I like that stuff <laughs> We love Do you the know laughing that the, gnome. Laughing, gnome, the no. laughing Gnome caused his engineer who was originally supposed to record Space Odyssey to quit because he said I do not record novelty songs and he said Space Odyssey is a novelty song and it's a sack of shit I'm Wow up. And that guy was. So the original producer who was booked <laughs> to record Space Oddity refused to do it because he was like, I'm a serious musician, me. I'm not doing this shit because you've done the laughing no. <laughs> oh, and that's there bullshit.
0: We go. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Podcast, We learn a bit of something every time. <laughs> cool. So our three pubs are in. Our best story is in. Um, so Sam, behind our imaginary yeah. bar at the last order in, um, we have room on our menu for an item of food and then lastly we've got room for your favourite drink and if it's not fucking window ties, then you've let the side down frankly or you could come up with just, just fucking white spirit boys don't matter how you get it in the body just get it down you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what food? <laughs> <laughs> what food out of
2: anything would you would you put? On Ideally, and, from a demolition site. And we're not talking about.
0: let's sit down and have an hours long gourmet chef meal with a nursing a pint of Camden Hell's Now, fuck no! You pissed as a fart. You need someone to sober you up before your seventh and eighth point hits. All
3: right. You. So, what I'm going to go with? I've always thought that the Scotch egg leaves a little to be desired. Right. So, what I've thought is, you know, like in. In the Tudor age, right? They used to have a bird stuffed in a bird stuffed in a bird stuffed in a bird, bird, right? What if it's what if it's basically a Scotch egg, but it's like an egg in ham in beef in chicken? It's like a multi layered Scotch egg a A Scotch
0: egg (laughs) breaker. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. So it's like fancy. If you, yeah, Um, and if you if you if you bisect it, it looks like the center of the earth. It's great. (laughs) Because the yellow, <laughs> the yellow bit of the egg perfectly looks like the magma that's formed our Earth. So it would also give, it would also give people some existential sort of feelings at the pub, you know, which is often good when you're a little bit drunk. So yeah.
2: <laughs> so how about yeah. farmhouse what about fancy? Is, I think the circular life, farmhouse fancy is pretty good. I love farmhouse fancy. I'm really looking a Farmhouse Fancy. How,
1: how large do you expect it to get? You know, if you're piling on this meat, well, well what that's size the size beauty do you of want it, it to you be. See? I
3: mean, you could go for a family sized football and then you can cut that oh. and share that with your buddies.
0: No, see, I, I feel I feel it needs to be big enough that you can hold <laughs> a farmhouse fancy in one hand Ooh. and a trusty point in the other and be
3: arrh
0: <laughs> arr. or That's right. I'd say I'd say
3: the size of the size of a bull's a- ball. ball. That's what I'd go for. Is that bulls
1: the French yes, game or boule, bulls the English? Ah, oh, bulls. Oh, nice. Yeah, the size Mr. of a yeah. pool ball. <laughs> I think it's time for your French accent. Okay, <laughs> a
0: pool-sized yeah. so, so fan. Uh, what's your favorite drink, Sam? <laughs>
3: yeah. As I said, I could go for the old Wendelin, uh, Wendelin Tizer, but I'm not going to because I'm going to pick legitimately the nicest drink I've ever had. I went to a little, a little club in Berlin, and they made these amazing gin and tea combo fused drinks which were the nicest thing i'd ever tasted it was like so you would get traditional british tea leaves and you'd fill a teapot with them then you'd put the gin in and you'd get different flavored gin and you'd literally ferment it overnight and then you would pour it over a tiny bit of sugar which would make it froth on the top like a little frothy pint and Man, so, genuinely the best tasting drink I've ever drunk. And I could eat, I could drink 500 of these bucks. It's the like T&G? a tea gin combo drink, and it's the best. The it, I'm sure it's got a proper name, but I'm just going to call it the tea drink, the tea gin combo drink. TGCD.
1: The TGCD, that's what it's called. Yeah. So, So the gin yeah. is you do instead of boiling water. You just yeah, leave you it. put
3: the gin into the teapot mm. and you brew it overnight, so you get this real strong tea flavor, mm. but also alcohol. So the little bit of sugar takes the old edge off, yeah. and then you get this like reaction that happens from having nice. the gin and the tea. Brewing overnight with the sugar, ah, so is good. it breakfast so drink good. or an
1: evening drink, mate?
3: It's an every hour of the day drink. It's a beautiful caffeine. Thing. There's caffeine in that thing. You don't that's want that's to drink amazing. it late in That's right. I wonder why, why that has never come yeah. over here. Yes, yeah, great. So I'm going to pick. Well, that's what really shocked <laughs> me. I, I had because a... it's Germanic. Yeah, well, that's it. They were selling them in this little Berlin bar, and I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever drunk." Like, why does not more people know about this? And they were just like, "Well, it's a secret, is a German secret." <laughs> how, how, how much? How
0: much does it come in? Do you order a pot or do you order a pint or a no, shot? No, you, you get cheap a little... Up.
3: It's like shot-sized drinks, and you're supposed to kind of sip it rather than drink it like a shot, and it was very, very, how, very How many very euros good.
0: are we talking per, per They price? were cheap,
3: You'd like, two euros a shot, 250. Oh, nice. And I'll tell you what, cool. it's one of those beautiful alcoholic drinks that didn't even taste like alcohol, you know. <laughs> and next door to there, you'll like this, because in Germany, right, there's... um. They're brilliant for new businesses. They really encourage new businesses. So whatever business you've got, they'll give you a loan straight away. So next door to this little pub that was this gin, gin and tea combo bar, there was a butcher's shop that exclusively sold pillows in the shape of meat. <laughs> so this – and it looked like a butcher's shop, and it had the hanging handles and everything, but all it sold was pillows shaped as meat. So you get a big <laughs> – Big steak pillow, pop oh next gosh. door, gin, gin and tea, tea. combo drink.
2: <laughs> no, I that sounds so yeah, it was great. It was amazing. Rest rest your drunken head on yeah. the bus home. Did they bleed when Bottom? you Yeah, them. it was great. And like this butcher
3: shop was open really late to catch all of the fucking idiots who think it's a good idea to buy a meat pillow <laughs> in the middle of the night,
1: you know. Yeah that's probably the only time they sold exactly really, Been out it? boozing you
3: go oh look look a <laughs> look a big pillow shaped like a side of ham great I'll have that
0: <laughs> 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 oh I got that sausage drafting scooter from Germany did you did you yeah works a fucking treat I tell yeah. yeah it was good you'll get the bacon towel <laughs> <laughs> didn't do so well in Israel but yeah we try it. Fuck. Good. But there we are um, so <laughs> we got the black sheep in Croydon we got the harp in Croydon uh, also everyone's favourite neighbour then we've got the early cat in Soho watch out for the rats then we got the story of the body tarred and then we had a farmhouse fancy behind our bar along with the TGCD yeah. thank you very much thanks Sam, Sam Rhodes
2: that was a pleasure amazing. thanks
3: for, thanks for having me guys this has been very fun. Thank you for it your time. Cool. Right. Goodbye. Then is it bye times? No, no. Have you got anything you'd like to promote, sir? I've got uh, my my special is now on Next Up. You can subscribe to Next Up using my preview code Americana Rama. I'm an idiot because I would make money if I could have picked one that people could have spelt. But America Americana Rama. I'll put it in the, the description. The, the preview code and you get a free couple of weeks of Next Up and you can watch my special there. Sam Rhodes Comedy Explosion online. Um, I just spent all the past two days recording a Slayer song, which I recorded all the parts of. And then the joke was, I can't play the guitar solo. So I recorded the entire song very legitimately. And then the guitar (laughs) solo is just me doing the guitar solo, but a cappella with my voice. (laughs) Oh, nice. What song? I did uh, the Antichrist off of uh, one of the very Mm, early albums. It's a good one. Um, But yeah, Sam Rhodes... Just everywhere, really. Sam Rhodes Comedy Explosion. And if you've, you know, if you feel like putting a quid in the Patreon, I'm going to die of poorness very soon. So if Benny wants to help out with that, that'd be
1: great. <laughs> well, Game off the Stella. That's um... it. And then I can have some proper beers. Can I? <laughs> yeah. He can seep his tea in gin again. Yeah. To
0: this day, one of my favourite, I showed, I showed my sister and, and, and her boyfriend, everyone over Christmas, that fucking. But you do at Winter Wonderland has me bits every
3: oh, time. Oh, cool, man! I'm glad you like I that. I fucking oh love that God, man. Yeah, I love that. that, that. that was That's so stitches, good, man.
0: We were like, guys, you need to see this. <laughs> fucking, they really. Is amazing, I really yeah. enjoy
3: making those. There's three of them now. So we did Let Sam London, Let Sam Christmas, and the latest one was called Let Sam Isle of Man, and it's me and the same director, and we just do. <laughs> the new one is just me running around the Isle of man making up stupid facts about it it's really fun it's (laughs) fucking beautiful mate it really is they're all on Facebook they're all on YouTube sorry so you can have a little look at them they're good fun on YouTube I like those oh cheers guys
0: nice one alright thank you to this week's guest the wonderfully funny Sam Rhodes and if you're drinking alone and fancy getting a prostitute together let us know (laughs)
2: <laughs> Goes to <the> Crossrail. <laughs> Amazing. And if you know where you could buy any other sort of shaped pillows next to your G&T pubs, feel free to get in touch at the Podcast at gmail.com.
1: And join us next week to see if Narlene's eyes survive the window cleaner challenge. <laughs>
2: Oh, sir. <laughs> you stepped up from last week. I'll see you next week from the this, from this Stevie Wonder experience. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say much, but when he
3: does,
0: it's gold. Uh, thanks. <laughs> there you go. Oh, mate, that was an absolute fucking pleasure. Thank you nice again, thing, guys.